Our sermon title today is Why Do We Live for the Glory of God? In fact, this statement was highlighted by Paul in 1 Corinthians 10.31 when he said, So whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. You know, some people who are not Christians will say, Is your God self-centered? Kulang ba siya sa pansin? Bakit nalang gusto niya palagi siyang pupurihin? Palagi siyang pasasalamatan? One writer answered that with this statement. When you use your life for God's glory, everything you do can become an act of worship. So if you offer your studies, if you offer your work, even if you offer your washing of clothes to God, it becomes an act of worship. Because whatever you do, and you do it to glorify God, it is worship. This month, we are starting a series on uh, Reformed uh, Principles. And when we say Reformation, there are five essential teachings of the Reformation. So if you know these five teachings, you add the Ten Commandments and John 3.16, and pretty much you have the whole scriptures. So what are these five teachings? I hope you can memorize them after this month. These are the five. The first one is sola scriptura. It means the Bible alone is our highest authority. So if Pastor Nomer or Pastor Abbott will teach you something that is contrary to the scriptures, you should not believe us. You should uphold the scriptures because it is higher than anyone. Number two, sola fide. It means we are saved through faith alone in Jesus Christ. We are not saved by our, you know, our intelligence. We are not saved by our abilities. We are saved by faith. Number three, sola gratia. Sola means alone. So we are saved by grace alone of God. So we are not saved by works, by going to church, by attending Bible studies. We are saved by the grace of God alone. And then solus Christus. It means Jesus Christ alone is Savior, is the Lord and King. And the last, which will be our sermon for this afternoon, soli Deo Gloria. Alone to God be the glory. So, we will start with Solideo Gloria this Sunday. If you read Psalm 115, our passage today, and observe the first verse and verse 18, the last, you will find that many Psalms, about 15 of them, also begins with the same trust. The beginning will be praise or blessing God, 
the ending will be praise and blessing God. If you have not noticed yet, if you are watching any movie, especially Western American movies, the scenario in the beginning will be the same scenario in the ending. And that's what we call inclusio or balance, balancing the beginning and the ending. And the way the Israelites will balance their songs, especially if they express their faith, is to begin with God, praising Him in the beginning, and end with God, praising Him at the ending. So the main question is, why do we have to praise God always? Doesn't God feel tired of being praised? Well, you notice in Psalm 115, verse 1, Israel, by declaring Psalm 115, verse 1, is saying to the world, we are a nation, and every time we get saved as a nation, every time we go back to the promised land, it is not because we are intelligent, it is not because of our weapons, it is not because of our uh, inventions, it is because of the Lord. So not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name we give glory. And why are they giving glory to God? Because of who he is. God has many attributes, but the two outstanding attributes of God are loving kindness on one hand and faithfulness. These two words are always used in the Old Testament together. They are called a conventional pair, loving kindness and faithfulness. Why is that necessary? Let me ask the wives here, or even those who are girlfriends. If your partner is very loving, talagang very loving in words, very loving in uh, affection, but he is not faithful. He is also loving others. Are you happy? Huh? Or the other way around. Your partner is very faithful. By 6 o'clock in the afternoon, he is in your home. And he does not go anywhere. Very faithful. Okay? But unloving. Unaffectionate. Do you like that? When he gets home, he sits in the sofa and then watch TV. And then you will say, how, are you? how is your day? And say, ah, it's okay. That's all. And then he will sleep, sleep and snore like a dog. So these two attributes of God are pairs. You cannot really say you are loving if you are unfaithful. You cannot really say you are faithful but you are unloving. They are parts and parcel of one common attribute. Look at the sample of God's loving kindness and faithfulness. Abraham was 120 years old or more, and he had a son, Isaac, and he was blessed by God in every way except one. His son is still single. So if Elder Toydich and Sister Manet is blessed in every way, 
and Daniel is already 45 and still single, medyo kulang pa. So what did he do? He called his most trusted servant and gave him a, an order. You find a wife for my son Isaac and bring her here. And the servant said, wow, that's a tall order. Number one, how will I know she is the right person? Number two, even if I know she is the right person, why will she come with me? She does not know me. And the biggest problem, if she comes with me and Isaac sees her and does not like her, it will be a big problem. But look at the testimony of the servant. Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his loving kindness and faithfulness toward my master. As for me, the Lord has guided me in the way to the house of my master's brothers. So there in that house, he found Rebecca, and he gave the dowry, and then he said to Laban, the brother, I will now take Rebecca with me for my master. And Laban said, no. Let's wait for some more days. Baka meron ka pang stock dyan na hindi pa nabibigay sa amin. And then sabi niya, no, I should go back uh, to my master. And then Laban said, okay, let's ask Rebecca whether she will go with you. And then when they asked Rebecca, Rebecca said, yes, I'll go with you now. So because of God's loving kindness and faithfulness, you know, the lives of God's people become meaningful and successful. As I said, God has many characteristics, many attributes. So when Moses was asking God about the meaning of his name or who he is, God gave Moses a picture showing his attributes, which include our words. Moses was saying to God, Lord, if I really find favor in your sight, show me your glory, show me your face. But God said to Moses, no, Moses, you cannot see my face and live. But this is what I will do. I will pass by you, cover you with my hand, and then remove my hand, and you will see my back. So when God did that, while passing by Moses, these words were heard. And this is the full name of God. The Lord, the Lord God, what's the first characteristic of God? Compassionate. What is compassion? We have Compassion Philippines, Compassion International. What does compassion mean? How is it different from mercy and grace. The word compassion in Greek means the boiling of the intestines. Yung pag masama ang tiyan mo, ang tawag natin nagano? Kumukulo. Yeah. So when God sees his people suffering, when God sees his people hurting, kumukulo yung bituka niya. Meaning he is affected. Number two, God is not only gracious, ah, compassionate, He is gracious. What do you mean by grace? How is it different from mercy? 
Mercy is your passing score in your exam is 75%. You got 73. So the teacher is merciful. So he gave you 75. He passed you. In Tagalog, tawag dyan, pasang awa. Ayan. Mercy ang tawag doon. Withholding what the punishment that is due to you. What about grace? Grace is pinasa ka na nga, no? Binigyan ka pa ng award ng graduation. Wow! At anong, anong award mo? The most active student. <laughs> Kasi ikaw pinakamagulo eh. <clears throat> Pero the most active. Pangatlong katangian ng Diyos. What's the third attribute? Slow to So what about children of God who are easily irritable? Yung mga may high blood sa atin, madali magalit. Paano yun? You know, when you get angry, it is not yet sin. Okay? Because God gets angry. But when you prolong your anger until the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year, that's already being committing sin. Or what you do with your anger is what will determine whether it will be sinful or not. But God is slow to anger. He is long-suffering. He is patient with us. And then, the fourth characteristic and fifth is our conventional pair. Abounding in loving kindness and faithfulness. So we can appeal to God's abounding love. We can appeal to God's abounding faithfulness. And I love this verse. Psalm 25 verse 10. The psalmist said, All the ways of the Lord, all His paths, all His dealings with us are characterized by loving kindness and faithfulness. And that He applies to those who keep His covenant and His testimony. So when something is going wrong in our lives, it is a mistake to say, Lord, don't you love me? Lord, are you not faithful to me? You know, those prayers are wrong. Because if you belong to God, if you have a relationship with God, He is always, He is abounding with loving kindness and with faithfulness. By the way, the word for loving kindness in Hebrew is chesed. And the translators do not know what to do with it. So sometimes they translate it as steadfast love, constant love, unfailing love, merciful love, gracious love. But whatever it is, the concept of love is always there. What about faithfulness? In Hebrew, it is emet. It means truthful. The Lord will not violate His promise. The Lord will not violate His commitment. If He committed to bless you, nobody can revoke that. So why, what has that to do with Jesus? Nowadays, we glorify Jesus. We praise uh, God with Jesus. So what's the connection? 
The connection is found beautifully in Proverbs 6, verse 16. The wise man wrote, By loving kindness, by kesed, and by emet, by faithfulness, what's the next statement? Iniquity is atoned for. The word atone in the Old Testament means if these are the least of your sins, to atone means to cover or to erase. So because of God's love, because of God's uh, faithfulness, He is willing to erase all the sins committed. But we may say, but pastor, that's only for the Old Testament people. What about us? Well, the good news in John chapter 1 says, in the beginning was the word, the word was God, and the word was God. And then in verse 14, it says, the word became flesh and tabernacled among us, and we saw his glory. So when we glorify Jesus, we are only bringing back to him what is normally of him. So we saw his glory, glory as the only begotten from the Father, full of, full of kesed and baemeth. He is full of love. He is full of gracious love. He is full of constant love and faithfulness. So what God was, who God was in the Old Testament, was brought to Jesus in his own face and person. Really? Well, that's what John 3.16 said. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So you and I may die today, but we will not be destroyed. We will, our bodies may go to the grave, but we will be given new bodies. Since you accepted Jesus Christ, you have started to have immortality. And what about my sins, Pastor? What about the terrible things I have committed in the past? When John the Baptist saw Jesus, John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God who? I was expecting who forgives. No, no. The Lamb of God who takes away, who erases, who removes, who obliterates, who blots out the sin, and not only your sin and my sin, but the sin of the world. So Jesus is the perfect manifestation, perfect model of God's loving kindness and faithfulness. Number two, why do we give glory to God? You know, many times when Israel was down because of famine, because they got defeated in war, because they got exiled, the enemies will now say to them, they will taunt them and say, oh, where now is your God? You know, even today, if you're born again and a crisis comes to your life, people hear you have terrible sickness or people heard that you were bankrupt financially, people will say, oh, where now is your God? 
I thought you were born again. Israel has an answer to that question, to that taunting. Israel will say to the nations, yes, you don't see our God. You don't see his hands move because our God is in the heavens and he does whatever he pleases. So if he is pleased to bless me, I'll be blessed. If he is pleased to take away something from me, that's his prerogative. He is the sovereign God who will accomplish what he pleases. And this concept of sovereignty, you know, the, Duterte is getting angry with the United States and other Western countries who are questioning him because of EJK. And the statement that he or Panelo will utter is, why are you interfering with our sovereignty? You know, sovereignty means the right of a nation to be, to determine its own destiny. So God of all personalities in the world is the only one who is truly sovereign. In Psalm 135, the psalmist says, I know that the Lord is great and that the Lord is above all gods. Why? Whatever the Lord pleases, he does. Pag-asa can only anticipate when a storm is coming. Pag-asa can somehow estimate when the big one, the earthquake is coming, but they don't know the exact day. But whatever science can anticipate or can project as possible, science cannot stop. Science cannot hinder. Those of you who watch the movie Armageddon, you know, there's a, there is a meteor hitting the earth and some American astronauts were sent out of the sky to do something to, you know, to blockade or to divert the meteorites. Well, don't ever forget, that's a movie. Okay? That's a movie. But in reality, until today, you know, only God is sovereign to do whatever he pleases. Look at the heartache of God from his people and from many other people. So God is a loving and faithful God. God is a sovereign God. But people are always predisposed. People are always inclined to depend and to worship other gods. And the other gods are called in the Bible idols. In Psalm 115, 4 to 8, their idols are silver and gold. Kasi pag piyesta sa Pilipinas, binibihisan pa yan eh. No? Dinadamitan pa yan. Ang problema, the idols are simply works of man's hand. Not only that, they have mouths but they cannot speak. They have eyes but they cannot see. They have ears but they cannot hear. They have noses but they cannot smell. They have hands but they cannot feel. They have feet but they cannot walk. They have throat but they cannot make a sound. Those who make them will be like them. Everyone who trusts in them. What does that mean? Well, I would rather have the Bible explained than myself. 
in Jeremiah 15:17 the prophet said all mankind is all mankind is ayan sige gusto ko sana magpa-premium eh ano tagalog ng stupid sige nga pastor stupid Kastila yun eh anong tagalog sa stupid tanga ano pa Hibang. Ano pa? Ulul. Ano pa? Ano pa? Hangal. Alam nyo, marami tayong words eh, no? Sa, sa stupid. Kangino natin ini-apply yun? Kangino. Dito, si Prophet Jeremiah, he's applying that to religious people. Because religious people are worshipping the works of their hands. They're worshipping, you know, idols that they buy, they dress up. But they're not able to do anything for them. That's not true, Pastor. You know, I come from Santa Cruz, Laguna. So it is uh, four towns away from Paite. So in my high school, my classmates, I have about five classmates who are from Paite. So when we talk about these things, sabi nila, Nomer, mali sila. Kasi yung ginagawa naming mga santo, may nangyayari. Pag magpapagawa ka ng santo, sasabihin mo doon sa gumagawa kung anong gusto mo. Santong pumapawis o santong umiiyak. Anong, anong santong umiiyak? Santong pumapawis? Nagagawa nila ng paraan yun. Lalagyan lang nila ng asin sa loob. Sabi ko, ganun? Oo ah. Kaya yung mga bumibili, sabi niya, ha? yung mga bumibili, mga tanga. Eh, sila gumagawa nun ah. Yung tatay niya gumagawa ng mga anong yun. Tapos sabi niya, yung mga bumibili ngayon, mga tanga. Kasi naluloko sila ng tatay ko. Pag nagkasunog, sino magliligtas kangino? ililigtas ka ba nila o sila ililigtas mo? O babalikan mo sila kasi masusunog sila eh. Ano? Tapos, pag nakakuha sa ilalim ng dagat, sasabihin, wow! Nakakita kami sa ilalim ng dagat. Ano? Tapos ilalagay pa sa sentro ng simbahan yun. Tapos mananalangin ang mga tao. Sabi ni Jeremiah, ay mga estupido. Ano sabi? Devoid of knowledge. Every goldsmith is put to shame by by his idols, his molten images that are deceitful. Bakit sila deceitful? Kasi mga wala silang hininga. No? Wala silang hininga. Anong kasunod? They are they are worthless. Tapos takot ka pa sa kanya. No? Takot sa kanya. Alam nyo, yung nanay ko, bago kami maborn again, madaming ganyan sa bahay namin. Ano? Tapos may mga palaspas pa yan eh. May kandila pa yan. Alam nyo, ninenervous ako, mga masunog yung bahay namin. Tapos, pag may problema ang nanay ko, kasi nanay ko, madaling, malamang may problema eh. Gumaganon yun eh. Yung, yung ninenervyos. Sabi ko, Nay, 
diba kap kapapanalangin mo lang kay ano, kay Mother of Perpetual Health. Hindi ka ba tinulungan? Sabi niya, ikaw naman, napaka-pilosopoy mo. Eh, kapapanalangin ko pa lang eh. Eh, gano'ng katagal bago katulungan. No? Tapos, minsan, hindi ko malama kung nililinis niya o kung anong ginagawa niya, bakit niya pinap pinapahiran palagi. Sabi ko, bakit po pinapahiran yan? Eh, pinapawisan eh. Sabing gano'n. Sabi ko, yung tatay ko, hindi mo pinapahi pinapahiran ganyan. Tapos siyang ginaganyan mo. No? All mankind is stupid. Can you imagine the first civilization, ancient civilization in the world is Egypt? Anong sinasamba ng mga Egyptian? Yung kalahate hayop, yung kalahate tao. No? Sumasamba sila sa araw, sumasamba sila sa kung ano-ano. Ilan ang Diyos nila? Libo-libo. Ang mga Indians, ilan ang Diyos nila? Milyon-milyon. No? Alam nyo? Yan ang sabi ng scripture. Stupid. Devoid of knowledge. Alam nyo, marami pa naman nag-aral sa Pilipinas. Pero hindi natin naiisip yun. Nananalangin tayo sa walang buhay. Tapos nanghihingi ka ng buhay. Pag yung, yung magulang mo nasa ospital, naghihingalo, pupunta ka sa kanila at mananalangin ka sa kanila. Eh sila mismo walang buhay. Pero humihingi ka ng buhay sa kanila. Anong tawag doon? Sabi ng Panginoon sa Israel, pagkatapos silang ilabas sa Egypto, huwag kayong makakaroon ng ibang Diyos sa harap ko. Huwag kayong gagawa ng anumang inanyuan na mayroong katulad sa langit, katulad sa lupa, katulad sa mga dagat, katulad sa ilalim ng dagat. Huwag nyo silang sasambahin. Huwag nyo silang paglilingkuran sapagkat akong Panginoon mong Diyos ay mapanibughuin sa mga babae ditong asawa. Anong maramdaman mo pag nandiyan ka, nagluluto ka. Tapos yung asawa mo, tingin ng tingin sa iPad. Ang tinitingnan niya, ibang muka. No? Tapos aliw na aliw pa siya. Pinupunasan pa niya. Bisa hinahalikan pa niya. Tapos yung tingnan mo, hindi ikaw. Anong gagawin mo? Siguro babatukan mo yung asawa mo. Pero nagganoon ang ginagawa natin eh. Ano? May tunay na Diyos na lumikha, mapagmahal, matapat, makapangyarihan. Tapos, ang nilalapitan mo, yung hindi totoong Diyos. Kaya sabi ni Apostol Pablo, ang sumpa ng Diyos, the wrath of God, is revealed from heaven. By the way, may mas malaling na salita yung sumpa. Ang puot ng Diyos ay napahayag mula sa mga langit. Kasi yung dapat malaman sa Diyos ay alam naman nila. For God made it evident to them since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes, His eternal power, divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made so they are without excuse. Although they knew God, they did not honor Him as a God or give thanks. Hindi nila pinasalamatan. They became futile in their speculation Their foolish heart was darkened. 
professing to be wise, they became oh, they became fools. At ipinagpalit nila ang kalwalatian ng hindi nasisirang Diyos sa imahen na katulad lamang ng nasisira na mamatay na tao, ibon, four-footed animals, and crawling creatures. Sad. By the way, hindi lang tayo guilty niyan kahit mga Israelite. Kaya sila na-destroy ng mga Babylonian. Pero alam niyo, mabuting balita, after Babylon, they were there for 70 years. Israel stopped being idolaters. Magmula noon hanggang ngayon, from then till now, they are not worshipping any idols or images. Third reason why we worship God. Paulit-ulit, pagtiwalaan mo ang Panginoon o Israel o mga pari, house of Aaron, pagtiwalaan mo ang Panginoon. Kayo mga tatakot sa Panginoon, pagtiwalaan nyo ang Panginoon. Bakit? Paulit-ulit, siya ang ating katulong, siya ang ating kalasag tagapagtanggol. Siyang ating katulong, siyang ating kalasag o tagapagtanggol. So kung ang Diyos ang tutulong sa akin, kung ang Diyos ang magtatanggol sa akin, kung may problema ako, dapat sa Kanya ako lalapit. So sabi ng mga aawit, our soul waits for the Lord. Alam niyo mga Pilipino, ang iniintay si Bumbay, o dumating na ba si Bumbay? Bakit? eh, mangungutang ng 560. Eh. Dumating na ba yung kobrador ng wedding? Kasi kailangan ko sa biyernes, mayroong berte yung anak ko eh. Tataya ako, baka maka, makapanalo ako. Ngayon, yung loto. Yan ang ating mga hinihintay. Diyan natin inilalagak yung ating tiwala. Binabayaran pa natin. Pero ang Israel, ang kanilang pinanggagalingan ng tulong ang kanilang tagapagtanggol ay ang Panginoon. Tingnan nyo si Haring David. David had so many enemies, no? Outside of the kingdom and inside the kingdom. In Psalm 3, he expressed this. O Lord, dumadami ang aking mga kaaway. Maraming lumalaban sa akin. Maraming nagsasabi sa aking kaluluwa, Oh, sana ang Diyos mo? Hindi ka nailigtas ng Diyos mo. But look at the declaration of David. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my head. So, anong resulta? Despite the presence of enemies, David can lay down and sleep. At gigising siya na matiwasay ang buhay niya kasi the Lord will sustain him. Pag natatakot kayo, basahin nyo lang yung Psalm 27 saka Psalm 3. Sabi sa Psalm 27, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom shall I be scared? Even when enemies come upon me to devour my flesh, even war rise up against me, still I will be confident. Ang mga Pilipino matatakotin Ang dami natin kinakatakutan. 
Ang hindi lang kinakatakutan ng mga Pilipino yung gumawa ng masama. No? Pero pati ba naman yung ulbok lang na gano'n na lupa, natatakot ka? Sasabihin mo, patabay-tabay po, makikiraan po, kasino kinakausap mo? Humihingi ka ng permiso kangino. Eh baka, bakit natatakot ka doon? Dumilim lang, natatakot ka na. Eh madilim ka rin naman eh. Diba? Oo. Oh, hindi naman tayo maputi ah. Madilim din tayo ha. Sabi ng mga mga awit, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear. Bakit? Because you are with me. So kasama mo ba ang Panginoon o hindi? Kasama. Eh ba't ka natatakot? Mas malakas ba sila kaysa sa Panginoon mo? Isa ito sa paboritong awitin ng mga Israelites pag sila nagbibiyahe. Alam niyo iba sa atin, takot mag-eroplano, takot magbarko, Lahat kinakatakutan eh. Sumakay nga sa elevator, natatakot eh. Pero sabi ng mga awit, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Where will my help come from? And then he answered this own, his own question. My help comes from Yan. Hindi 5-6, ha? Hindi ka naman tutulungan ng 5-6, eh. Lalo ka niyang ibabaon sa problema. Yung mga drug lords, tutulungan ka talaga? Sigurado ka na kinutulungan ka nila o ginagamit ka nila? Isang araw, patutokhan ka na lang nila. My help comes from the Lord. At sino tong Lord na to? Maker of heaven and earth. So, yan ang pangatlong dahilan. Pang-apat at panghuling dahilan mula sa awit 115. Ito ang gusto ng madami. We glorify God because He blesses us. Pero bago natin basahin yung paulit-ulit na He will bless us, ano muna yung opening statement? Alam mo, pag ito itatandaan mo, hindi ka madidepress eh. Kasi bakit tayo nadidepress? Nadidepress tayo kasi ang feeling mo walang nagmamahal sa'yo. Nalimutan ka na ng mga nagmamahal sa'yo. Pero ang sabi sa Psalm 115 verse 12, The Lord has been mindful of us. Palagi kang nasa isipan. Palagi kang nasa diwa ng Panginoon. Hindi mo nga siya naiisip. Ikaw palagi kang nasa isip niya. At pagka nasa isip ka ng Diyos, ang gusto niya, papaano ka niya pagpapalain. Look at the next statement. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. Eh, pastor, mga Israelites lang yan eh. Hindi, yung verse 13. He will bless those who fear the Lord. Hindi, pastor, para lang sa mga pastor yan, para lang sa mga hindi ah. Look at the statement. He will bless those who fear the Lord, the small, together with the great. Kahit feeling mo, ordinaryo ka lang, merong Diyos na palaging nag-iisip sa'yo. No? Kasi tayo nagtatampo pag nalilimutan ka eh. No? Yung birthday mo, nalimutan ng asawa mo, nalimutan ng, ng uh, kaibigan mo. 
ano na, may hugot ka na kaagad. No? Kala ko ba, mahal mo ko? Oo naman. Mahal mo talaga ako? Oo naman. Anong araw ngayon? Linggo. Ganun. Kala ko ba, mahal mo ko? Oo nga, mahal kita, kaya nandito ako eh. Eh, ano pa? Ano pang araw ngayon? Ano pang araw ngayon? Linggo. Timon, alimutan mo ako. Birthday ko eh. Hindi mo alam ko pinati. The Lord has been mindful of us. Alam mo, wala pa yung depression mo, wala pa yung naiisip mong problema. Alam na ni Lord yun eh. Oh? Bakit hindi ka usapin si Lord? Sabihin mo sa kanya yung kabigatan mo, yung agam-aga mo. Sabi sa Psalm 4 verse, ah, Philippians 4 verse 6, tigilan mo ng mag-agam-agam, stop worrying. No? Bring your cares, your concern to the Lord in prayer. Dagdaga mo na lang thanksgiving. And the peace of God that surpasses understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So pag nadidepress ka, magbasa ka lang ng mga verse ng ganito. Lord, salamat ha. Kasi kahit ang feeling ko wala nagmamahal sa akin, eh mahal mo ako. Salamat, Lord, kahit na wala nangyayari sa buhay ko, parang walang kakwenta-kwenta ang buhay ko. Napapatawa siya. Walang kakwenta-kwenta ang buhay ko. Pwede mo pala akong pagpalain. No? Verse 14. Ito pagpapala niya. May the Lord give you what? Increase. Pag sinabing increase, hindi lang pag ano na, kasi ang increase natin pag ano na yan, no? The Lord will give you increase in terms of the number of your days, in terms of your riches, in terms of the number of your friends, in terms of favor. At hindi lang ikaw. May the Lord give you increase, you and your children. So kahit yung mga anak mo, walang kinamulatan, walang, wala silang mga ginagawa pa, but God's blessings is committed to them. May you be blessed of the Lord again. Who is this Lord? Maker of heaven and earth. Yung Diyos na sinasamba natin, may nagagawa. No? Pero yung ibang sinasamba ng mga tao, pinananalangin na ng tao, wala. Pero tuloy-tuloy pa rin sila nananalangin. Let me share to you simple characteristic of God's blessings. Sana hindi nyo malimutan to. No? So that you will know, ako ba blessed? Tingnan natin ang unang katangian ng blessing galing kay God. No? Number one, sabi sa Genesis 24 verse 1, nang si Abraham ay tumatanda at tumatakbo na yung kanyang edad. Ano sabi? The Lord bless Abraham in oh, in every way, in all areas of his life. Kaya nga nung yung, asawa, yung anak niya wala pang asawa, Medyo ito, kulang ito. Ha. Kailangan gawan ito ng ano, gawan ng opening para yung blessing ni God pumunta dito. You know, if you have a lot of money, no? Pero hindi ka malang makakain sa Vikings kahit once a year. Bakit? Kasi bawal ang ganto, bawal ang ganyan, bawal ang ganon. Blessing ba yun? Ha? kulang. Kasi ang definition ng blessing ay blessing in every way. 
in your spiritual life, in your financial life, in your social life, in your physical life. Yan ang blessing. Ano? Pero maraming tao ngayon, napakayaman, pero palaging ninenerbyos. No? Kung mayaman ka, sorry for the name, ha? kung mayaman ka, katulad ni Napoles, bless ka ba? Ba't ko magiging bless? Nasa loob ng kulungan. No? Kung sikat ka, pero nakakulong ka, bless ba yon? Ganyan ang blessing ng tao eh. Bless in some ways, pero sa maraming paraan, hindi. Eh, pastor, baka naman hindi talaga ako bless. Alam nyo, pag ikaw ay na kay Kristo, pag ikaw ay tao ng Diyos, you are a person of blessing. When Balak, King Balak, hired Balaam the prophet to curse Israel, so nung tumindig na si Balaam doon sa bundok, nandoon ang mga Israelita, he started to pronounce statements and then the king stopped him. Sabi niya, I am paying you to curse them. How come you are blessing them? Sagot ni, Bail- ni Balaam, I have received a command to bless. When God has blessed, ano daw? I cannot revoke it. Mga kapatid, kung pinagpala ka ng Diyos, hindi na yung pwedeng burahin ng sino man, kahit ng demonyo. Kasi hindi mababago, mababago, mababali ang salita ng Diyos sa inyo. Eh, oo nga, pastor, pero paano yung mga sumpa sa akin nung mga nagdaang panahon? Yung sumpa sa aking mga magulang? Alam niyo, uso ngayon yan eh. Yung maraming usapan tungkol sa generational sins. Na? Siguro kaya hindi ako maasenso yung aking lolo, yung kalulululuhan ko, isinumpa. Well, whether isinumpa sila o ano paman, eto ang sabi ng scriptures. The Lord your God, ano daw? Turned the curse into a blessing for you. And why is that? Because the Lord God loves you. So, nung tinanggap mo yung pagmamahal ng Diyos sa buhay mo, yung mga sumpa, kung meron man, sa buhay mo, sa buhay ng pamilya mo, sa buhay ng lolo mo, o kalulululuhan mo, ito'y pipihiti ng Diyos. At gagawin niyang pagpapala. Pwede mapalakpak natin ng Diyos dito? Oh. So, wag na tayong matakot. Wag na tayong magsabi sa mga tao na, kasi sinumpa mo ko eh. Wala. Sino bang mas malakas, yung salita niya o yung salita ng Diyos? So kung totoo to, ito yung susunod na conclusion. Sa Proverbs 10.22, It is the blessing of the Lord that makes, that makes rich. So kung yayaman ka, hingin mo sa Diyos. Huwag yung yayaman ka dahil benta ka ng benta ng drugs. Hindi yung yayaman ka dahil may ginagawa kang hindi maganda, nang susuindal ka. Pag galing kay God ang blessing, ano sabi? It is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and He adds no sorrow. Kaya yung mga dalaga dito, ah, sino mga dalaga dito? Mga single. Pag maghahanap kayo ng life partner, hingin nyo kay God, ah. Kasi pag galing kay God, walang, walang sorrow. 
eh hindi pa kayo kasal, pinapaiyak ka na eh. Paano naman yun? Baka hindi galing kay God yun. Baka may pinanggaling ang iba. Tapos ay mong bitawan. Sabi mo, baka wala nang dumating na iba. No, 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 no. When the Lord gives blessings, when the Lord makes riches, He will not add sorrow. Kaya pag may naligaw sa'yo, babae ka, ganito kagad ang tanong mo. Okay, thank you. Ano kaya? Regalo ka kaya ng Diyos sa akin? O regalo ka ng kung sino pa man? Naniniwala ka ba sa Panginoong Yesus? Eh kasi, sasabihin mo, regalo sa Diyos, pero hindi naman naniniwala sa Diyos. Paano sa magiging regalo ng Diyos? Regalo siya ng iba. No? Tapos may ino-offer sa yung pera, 100,000. Wow! Pero may pinapagawa sa yung hindi maganda. O dapat tatanggihan mo siya. Kasi hindi siya galing sa Diyos eh. Pag tinanggap mo siya at may maganda, at hindi may maganda, magdudusa ka pagkatapos. So summarize natin. Bakit ang Panginoong Diyos ang pupurihin lang natin sa buhay natin ngayon? Kasi number one, Because of who He is. Siya ay loving at saka siya ay faithful God. Number two, gagawin niya kung ano yung nais niya. At ang palaging nais niya kung ano yung ikabubuti ko. Number three, kasi itong Diyos na ito, palaging tumutulong, palaging nagtatanggol sa akin. Siya ang aking kalasag. At pang-apat, ang Diyos na ito ay nagpapala. At pag nagpala siya, abundant, irrevocable, hindi nababali yung blessing, saka binibigay niya yung blessing out of his love. Na? So, ang response sa ending ng psalm, the dead do not praise the Lord, nor do anyone who go down into silence. But for us, for us, we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forever. Eh, pastor, sabi mo, the dead do not praise the Lord. Eh, paano ka magpe-praise the Lord forever? Kasi nga, pag may relasyon ka na kay Jesus, yung katawan mo maaaring mamatay, pero yung espiritu mo, yung kaluluwa mo, mabubuhay magpakailan pa man. So, ang ending ng song, I praise the Lord. Ang malungkot, ang puso ng tao ay madaya. Misang kala natin, nagpupuri tayo sa Panginoon, pero ang, katuna, ang katotohanan, pinupuri natin yung sarili natin. Ano bang tawag sa pagpinupuri sarili? Pag ang pinupuri mo, Diyos, tawag doon, papuri. Pag ang pinupuri mo, ibang tao, tawag doon, parangal. Ha? Pero pag ang pinupuri mo, sarili mo, ang tawag doon, yabang. Ha? Pero sa Hebrew, lahat yun, Halel. No? Halel means to boast. Halel means to praise. Kaya lang, depende sa object. Kung ang object ng praise mo, si God, praise the Lord yon, Hallelujah yon. Pero kung ang pinipraise mo, directly or indirectly, sarili mo, anong tawag doon? Hibang. Ano? Kahibangan. Sabi ng isang, isang karakter sa Bible, Hay, nako! 
Wala na akong mapaglagyan ng yaman ko. Ang yaman-yaman ko na. Ah, ganito ang gagawin ko. Magtatayo pa ako ng malalaking ano, bodega at doon ko ilalagay lahat ang iba pang aking mga ani. Ang sabi ng Panginoon, Ibang. Paano mo nalaman na buhay ka pa bukas? How do you know that you will live tomorrow? Tonight, I will take your life. Hindi tayo pwedeng magyabang sa Panginoon kasi lahat ng bagay na meron tayo ay pahiram. At pwedeng kunin ng Diyos yun, anumang araw, anumang oras, o saan mang lugar. Pero kung tayo ay make connection sa Panginoon, sa pamamagitan ni Kristo, ang buhay natin ay secured. Not only in this life, but in the life to come. Eh, Pastor, hindi ko maklaim yan kasi feeling ko, hindi ako karapat dapat eh. Madumi ako. So kung madumi ka, isabihin mo yung prayer ni David. Anong prayer ni David? Create in me a clean heart, O God. Pwede naman Pwede tayong linisin ng Panginoon. Pwede tayong bigyan ng puso ng Panginoon. Ay, pastor, pwede yan. Oo naman, sabi sa Ezekiel 36.25, I will sprinkle ano daw? clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all filthiness and from all your idols. Moreover, I will give you a new heart. I will put a new spirit within you. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you. This is our catechism lesson kanina. I will put my spirit within you and cause you, empower you, enable you to walk in my statutes. Nung hindi pa tayo na kay Kristo, hindi natin kaya na gumawa ng mabuti. At ang nagagawa natin, yung masama na ayaw natin. Pero nung tayo lumapit sa Panginoon, binigyan tayo ng bagong puso, nilagyan tayo ng bagong espiritu, at pwede niyang sabihin katulad ni Apostol Pablo, I can do all things. I can say no to sin. I can say yes to God. Tayo manalangin. Our God, Thank you for using Psalm 115 to teach us why we should live to glorify your name. Lord, forgive us for the many times that we want our names to be glorified. We want us to be honored more than you. May you cover us. May you remove from us those offenses in the past. Starting today, Lord, help us to live for you and for the glory of your name. And if there is anyone here who wants, who longs to obey you, to honor you, but they could not for because of certain circumstances in their lives, oh Lord, this afternoon, in the name of Jesus, Lord, would you help that person? Would you save that person from that inability or helplessness and allow that person 
to live not only a new life, to live a victorious life. This is our prayer with thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen, amen.